If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS and you cannot afford to make payments to the IRS, you may qualify for the CNC tax program. This is a new program, and if you qualify, you won't make any payments to the IRS while in this program. Once you're accepted into this program, the IRS is forced to stop all harassing collection activities. No threatening phone calls, no wage garnishments, no bank levies, and no more monthly payments to the IRS. Get ready to write this number down. It's the most important number you'll ever need to end your IRS tax nightmare. Call Paramount Tax Relief at 800-547-4804 for a free confidential consultation to find out if you qualify for the CNC tax program. Once you are accepted into the CNC tax program, you won't make any payments to the IRS while in this program. Call Paramount Tax Relief now at 800-547-4804. That's 800-547-4804. Again, 800-547-4804. presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for RadioLawTalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, RadioLawTalk.com. What a beautiful day here at Radio Law Talk, hour number two. Todd Cunin, Denise uh, Dirks, myself, and our producer, Cal Hunter. We have a great time. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, KNET, 1450 AM, 95.7 FM, uh, Palestine, Texas. We are going to have a lot of fun things to talk about. We're going to do a case or no case. Uh, If you want to call in, 855-LAW-RADIO, or tweet us at Radio Law Talk. Uh, You can go to any social media, um, you know, area, you know, Instagram, Facebook, you know, just uh, just type in Radio Law Talk and we pop up everywhere. And then even we're even on TikTok, Radio Tick Radio Law TikTok or something like that. You can we don't we don't post much there, FYI, but uh, go ahead and uh, check us out and see what we're we're doing and uh, we try to stay up on those things. If you want to email us info at radiolawtalk.com. This hour, we're going to talk about the, uh, you know, try to guess what the NAACP is suing about and why. We're going to talk about an immigration lawyer's cell phone taken uh, by the airport. Uh, That's going to be, this is kind of interesting. Um, Talking about an ex-FBI lawyer pleading guilty and what of. Uh, Subway is being sued for what? There's been multiple lawsuits against Subway, including we talked about the uh, 2013 uh, lawsuit about uh, the footlong not being a footlong, um, but there's some interesting things here to uh, discuss about uh, what. And Denise, by the way, was just saying this this sandwich that's being they're suing about is is one that she likes. And we're going to talk about that. Um, church worship, uh, another Supreme Court, what they're doing about church worship and COVID-19, and we got to talk about the Red Wolves lawsuit. There's uh, basically an order by the courts about what to do with the uh, latest with Red. Wolves, and we've got more and more information 
uh, over and above that because there's so much to talk about. But thank you for joining us so much. And we are growing, guys. We're getting I, – I, our goal is 100 uh, station, radio stations, and we're getting there. We're getting there. keeps climbing, and we have more stations uh, coming on board the next week or two, so we'll announce them. But thank you for your support. We really do thank our listeners because we have people who call, and, and, and we can notice. It's, it's a shock. Uh, we're all over the United States, and we're uh, – and, and, we do uh, sit here. We are here in sunny California is where we are uh, produced. And it goes to Dallas, Texas is where KBDT will give them a shout out, uh, which is Big Talk. What is it? Big Talk, Texas or? B, Big D, D Dallas, Dallas talk. talk. Big Dallas Talk. Big Everything. Dallas Talk uh, pushes us out uh, throughout the satellite systems. And that all works uh, wonderfully. They so. send us to Minneapolis. Oh, do they? Okay. And then sends us to the Westwood One Antenna Farm on the East Coast, and up we go from the uplink there to the satellite 28,000 miles above the Earth and wow. over to stations all wow. around the world. So it's very cool. That yeah. is actually pretty dang we cool. We really are part of the alien nation. We are. We are. <laughs> and they do it all using tin cans and string. That's yes, right. but very good string. <laughs> That's a pretty long string. So, uh, but before we get into all these things, we, people are here for one thing, for me to go ahead and try to take over Denise and maybe win a case or no Ooh, case. the lead. Now the it's lead. time to play. Lead. Here case we go. Or no We're tied. Case. Denise and I are tied. This could do it. Well, this had to happen. Case or no case. Golden Richard Birch was a man with an attitude. He distrusted the government, but people say he had a heart of gold. One of those guys about whom it was said he never met an enemy, except when it came to liberal Californians. You see, Goldie, as he was called, had a small convenience store and truck stop on Interstate 80 near Lovell, Wyoming. And the Lovell Community Power Company uh, had an incentive on a reduction in power costs of a penny per kilowatt hour if Birch or any other business would put in solar panels and a charging station for electric cars. He penciled it out and said, well, be about six years. My grandkids ought to be running the place by then. <laughs> so, you know, so he put in the two accoutrements, put the two things in. But he hated people with electric vehicles so badly that he parked every day, parked two big pickup trucks, his and his wife's big Fords, right in front of the charging station because he got no money from the electricity. It all went to the utility, and he resented that. Enter Jacques Tierney, a manager from the Lompoc, California area, who was coming in to do a Lone safety... Lompoc. Yeah, Lompoc, thank yeah. you. Who was coming in to do a safety evaluation for the nearby mine. He needed a charge for his Tesla Model S. Tierney hit the level trading post at a particularly busy time. He wanted a charge right now, but Birch would not accommodate. He said after some heated words, uh, Birch said after some heated words, they made me put the charging station here, but they don't say I have to let you or anybody else use it. Get out of my store. And so Sounds like a Wyoming guy. Yeah, Tierney angrily pulled away, went to the local power company offices, got a charge, and called a Wyoming attorney friend of his to say, he can't do that, can he? And to ask case or no case hmm so let's see whose turn is it? it's uh, denise's turn to go first hi denise that's what's a good one that is a good one thank you and that is yeah. that is can it does um do does a private company have the right to restrict their services to anyone um, so basically, no shoes, no shirt, no service kind of an idea. Or if you're from California and drive a Tesla, get out of my store. <laughs> I hate you. Right? Yeah. yeah right. Well, yes. And, and then it's kind of like a restriction of free trade or whatever it is. Commerce clause, maybe. No, because it's not government. 
Todd's looking at her like, don't look at me. I'm not giving you any hints. Ew, he's not going to give me anything. His face is like dead. He's like, <laughs> he's in third he's place. playing zombie right now. According to most people in my life, they would say this is not specific to this game or you. It's just the way that I usually am. So. <laughs> so hence, he's not married. <laughs> I'm going to stick with no case. No case. Oh. No case. Hmm. That's an easy out. I'm sorry. I can't th- really think of a good reason that he could he could be sued for denying access to the power station. So right. he went down to the and hired a lawyer out of Wyoming to say. Well, he, he communicated with him. I don't know that he hired him. or That's really the core issue. Did he hire him or not? Case or no case? There's right. absolutely. This, this could be a very true scenario. Um, but this is something that Cal would make up. This is not a case. And I want to go opposite <laughs> so of Denise but because I, I want to you know, try to get ahead. But I, I just think that this is not a case. It sounds like a typical scenario. I can see Cal going, how am I going to get these Wyoming people and California people? Oh, they're going to disagree on a lot of things. But, you know, it is interesting. I would think generally if it was a case, he would have the right to, to park his trucks there. He doesn't have to – he doesn't have to um, – Make sure that they, uh, you know, everyone's able to use the electric. It's not like it's a bathroom. No. All right, no. Mr. Cunin, what no. say you, my friend? Uh, can you just remind me, what were the conditions that, why did he put the thing, the charging station there to begin with? What was the To gain a 1% per kilowatt hour reduction in his power rate for his 24 hours per day truck stop. You know, I, I'm so tempted to say this is the case, but there's also the name of the truck stop owner is Golden Richard. Goldie? They called him Goldie Richard Birch, B-U-R-C-H. Yes. All right. So here's the deal. I'm going to say this is a case because I'm behind and i got to do this. And I'm going to say this is a case for this reason. In order for Goldie to mm-hmm. qualify for the one kilowatt reduction in rate for putting that thing in, there's got to be something in the clause that says you can't just put it here, but you have to make it available. You can't prevent people from using it. So he's in violation of that. So the question is, do you want to let the guy charge or do you want to have to go ahead and pay back the liability because you're not upholding it? So I think that the uh, Tesla owner has a case and ends up prevailing. And he sues under third-party beneficiary. Oh, so it's charge. Dang. It's, it's either let him charge or face charges. Still not yep. a case. Still not so a I, case. I say it's a case. Okay. I say it's still not a case because, you know what, that could be a scenario. But we're going to come back after this and see who wins. Denise, Fred, or Todd, and Todd needs to catch up. Everyone's voting for you, Todd, to yeah. win. Well, I'll pull it for you, Todd. Stay tuned. More case or no case. The actual answer is coming up shortly right here on this, uh, wherever you're listening to Radio Law Talk. We'll be back. and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. Know someone with a drinking or drug problem? Learn how to get sober after we share these stories. I was 35 with two beautiful children when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking more often and using prescription drugs. After my second DWI and arrest, my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me. I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth. I thought I could quit on my own, but I couldn't. It hit me when I was arrested. Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. 
It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please, don't wait. Your life matters to us. 800-918-1376 That's 800-918-1376 Radio Law Talk I like that show Are you struggling with a high cost of are you struggling with a high cost of prescription medications? How would you like to save up to 90% on your medications and have them delivered for free? Now you can with one simple call. Yes, save up to 90% on many of your prescription medications by calling A-plus BBB-accredited healthwarehouse.com based in Florence, Kentucky. No gimmicks, no coupons, no cards to use. And all prescriptions are FDA-approved and safely sent to your home with free delivery. Here's one example of your savings. A 90-day prescription of generic Lipitor can cost $90 at your local pharmacy. Healthwarehouse.com offers the same medication for about 20 bucks. Find out how much you can save on your prescription medications and get free delivery with one free call right now. Call 800-734-1229. 800-734-1229. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance. It's not worth it. Worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-670-0940. When you were a little kid and you thought about what you wanted to be, Teaching was at the top of your list, but things changed. And as you got older, teaching didn't seem like the best option anymore. So you're thinking you'll be something else. But what would your 12-year-old self say? Now you want to be a doctor. You don't think teachers save lives? 25 at a time. An actress? Try playing a different role every time the bell rings. How about a scientist? Ever heard of physics, chemistry? Who do you think teaches that? Teachers today are breaking down obstacles, finding innovative ways to instill old lessons, and taking learning far beyond the four walls of the classroom. It's time to recognize that great things are happening in teaching and put it back on your list. Don't try to convince yourself otherwise. You had it right the first Are you serious? Now back to the show. Here's Fred Penny, Denise Dirks, and Todd Cunin. We're back to the case or no case of Golden Richard Birch. And I'm telling you, uh, we don't look up on the Internet, but we're allowed to after the fact. And, and Todd hit it best. He goes, yeah, I think Golden Richard is a famous Mormon football player that Cal probably knew at one time. I looked him up, and he played for the Dallas Cowboys. 
But, but the Goldie Birch I'm using as the pseudonym here is actually a guy from Oakley, Idaho, who pitched at one time in the New York Mets organization. His son, Robert. This <laughs> so Goldie, did he this, this Goldie Birch was a pig farmer. But at oh. any rate, this, ladies and gentlemen, is uh, not, not a case. A case Todd, uh, <laughs> you lose. The name, Todd, what, let me tell you what happened, ladies and gentlemen. But Listen it is a this. scenario. It's a true scenario. No, but but yeah. here's the deal. Yeah. Before you get into that. What, what a lot of you don't know is you have to first figure out if it's a case, but then you have to figure out Cal's craftiness. And you know what happened is our producer's really smart, and he acts like That's a lawyer, funny. and Todd said to himself, that name does not sound right. Yep. And it had nothing to do with the case, but the name, and you were right dead on, my it, it was the name and the fact that when he was telling the story, he was intently looking at his screen like he's reading something off a news wire. Now, wasn't wasn't Golden Birch, I think he played for Notre Dame, I think. No, he played for, uh, I don't know who no, he played Golden for, Birch. but... Yeah. yeah, yeah, but he was a oh, Dallas Golden Cowboy. Richards. Golden, Golden Richards. Richards was a Cowboy, and I think he played yeah. for. I believe Notre Dame went to the Cowboys. But he, and then... he played. He played for Brigham Young, and then oh, BYU. Okay. He played yeah. for BYU, yeah. and then there was an issue there with uh, painkillers or whatever. Pain and I think yeah. he ended up going over to the University of Hawaii. Well, which explains but... why he ended up with Dallas. <laughs> Well, yeah, you fit right in there. Yeah. Wow. That's a joke. Wow. It's a joke. Allegedly. For those of you in Dallas, I'm just teasing. Yeah. I, okay. I, you know, I, I will say that we, we talk about that, but uh, the, the opioid addiction, painkiller addiction among professional athletes is tragic because they get that. They're given that by physicians so that they can continue to perform, and then they're left to pick up the pieces on their own when they now are addicted yeah. to the killer. It's, exactly. it's, it's and, and very it was, difficult. It was yeah. marketed to physicians as non-addictive. Yeah. That did, that's a tough one. Yeah. Cal, tell us the story. Tell us what, you know, this is a true scenario, though. Yes. My, my cousin traveled to Idaho in yes. her Prius to buy a house in Boise, where yeah. they hate Californians, as you know. Oh, Boise is just, yeah. oh, all of Idaho yeah. hates Californians. A, I had to change it. I, I hate Californians. No, just And when yeah. she pulled into a truck stop near Boise to electrically charge her little uh-huh. Prius... It was blocked off with big Fords and big Trump flags. Is it really? <laughs> yeah. That is hilarious. I think that's pretty funny. She said, can, can somebody move their truck? They looked at her and they went, nope. <laughs> can you not move in? <laughs> <laughs> can you not move in? That's probably it. California is not. No, I flew into Twin, I mean, to Idaho Falls probably about uh, less than a year ago. And I pulled up and, you know, and, and it was a, um, and they're filling us. It was a private plane. And we're sitting there, and I just nicely talked to the guy because I lived in Idaho in the 80s. And I said to myself, yeah, I love it here. I used to live there. And he goes, where are you guys at? Where are you, got, where are you guys out of? said, uh, well, we're flying out of Utah, Salt Lake, and coming in, going to California. Yeah, Californians, we can't stand them here. Yeah. He just kept filling. He yeah. wouldn't even talk. He's like, boy, I go, yeah, boys. Yeah. So he goes, boys is just a left-wing liberal. Liberal uh, town now. Just what they feared. They said, remember yeah. the bumper sticker, don't Californicate Boise? It's, That's it's what a, Oregon. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oregon used to say that under, um, I think it was McCarthy. Yeah. We had a governor, McGovern, McGovern. And he, and remember that, was it squiggly or something? He put up a sign that something? said, Come, welcome to Oregon, spend your money, then go home. There was well, a sign literally yeah, on the California yeah. border. This there was like a, 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 um, a card series that was um, for pro-Oregon, and it would say, um, in Oregon, we don't tan, we rust. And it was like anti-Californian, huh. literally. Nice. Well, you know, last week we talked about the Zoom effect and, and remotely working from home right. and, and what that's going and, to And I made the comment, and I still stand by this. I think that one of the effects of that is you're going to see more 
not just urban sprawl, but people moving to other states where the cost of living is lower, but they can still perform their job functions in the city. Like somebody who normally would work in the Bay Area could probably live in Sparks if they could telecommute and only go into the office one or two times you know, a month. Yep. But they telecommute. That is only going to increase. Sparks, by the way, is in Nevada. It's near Reno. But um, that is going to increase. And what's yeah. going to happen is you're going to have more people moving from California into where you see it, Texas, Arizona, Idaho. Idaho. Where you can you afford get. to live. Well, yeah. I know I know of an accountant that that live that works in a huge hospital in in the accounting department that is now in Idaho in a, in a less expensive area to live, and works full time for this this big California you know um, hospital and just sits at home in Idaho and does I'm telling you I love the guy we're good friends I saw him the other day it's like dude you must have put on 500 pounds he's like yeah I'm sitting, well it's COVID so, yeah. yeah I'm sitting right, at now, home but next anyway, hour yeah. a tease for next hour here's your okay. tease for next hour that's your tease for next hour that's, that's cows we'll come Era. back from Dead know. Man's Curve I don't know by Beach Boys uh, Jan and Dean Oh, oh yeah, that got it. With help from Brian Wilson of the Beach Boys, of course. Yeah. Yeah. What, what, what are we doing, Fred? We're going to talk about NAACP files a lawsuit over a virus outbreak at a Georgia prison. This is U.S. News talks about it, World Report. But here's here's a couple of facts in Georgia. Now, this is by the way a private prison, and in Georgia, what's happening is they're arguing in this prison, and then NAACP brings it on behalf of the prisoners that uh, they are not getting their COVID-19 tests when they ask for them. There's 100 inmates that have been tested positive that um, it's reported 235 inmate infections and five deaths are linked to the coronavirus. There's 2,600 inmates there. Now, what their big argument is, is they're not properly um, social distancing. And I just shake my head as I'm looking and I go, how do you social distance in a prison? prison yeah. They're saying their prison house pods sleep 18 inches apart. People are 18 inches apart. A lot of leaks and mold at the height, you know, and causing respiratory disease. And this which is run COVID-19. by a private company, private correct? company on behalf of, that's what they do. These prisons or the, the state hires private companies to run it. So I just don't know. And we're not going to get into it when we come back. But, you know, what? how do you separate people with COVID in prison? I don't know, Cal. I don't know, Denise. I don't know, Todd. But, you know, that's going to be, you don't let them out. That's the problem. You don't want to let them out. You go to court, a judge bangs a gavel, and all of a sudden, presto, you have more room in the prison. That's how it works. Room in the prison, yeah. Yeah. That's it. We're going to come back and talk about the immigration lawyer. Uh, His cell phone is taken at the airport, and we'll be back and discuss that. As Fred said, we've got a rather intriguing case coming up next on Radio Law Talk, so stay tuned so you won't miss it right here on Radio Law Talk and on RadioLawTalk.com. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to RadioLawTalk.com. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In, ready to grow with you. At TicketChocolate.com, we believe that simplicity is best. We also know that chocolate is one of life's finest things that can help you savor your greatest moments. 
Late night visits with old friends, overdue romantic moments, and quiet mornings all to yourself. See their wide variety, like hot chocolate sticks or creamy marshmallows, and a lot more, at TicketChocolate.com. They remind busy people like you to take time for the pleasure small things can give. TicketChocolate.com, where simplicity is best. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Now you can make your home look great and save money. Boys are weird. All that stone. You're listening to RadioLawTalk.com. And now back to your host, Frederick Penny. So uh, I'm a personal injury lawyer. Denise does family law. And Todd is a uh, former prosecutor in two states and now has his own criminal law practice. Um, This is kind of right up his alley. There's a... There's an immigration lawyer that went to that flew to Costa Rica, and this is true of 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 many lawyers. If you know, on his laptop he takes with him, or, and or on your fo- phone, which is nowadays like a laptop for you. He has a lot of uh, information that's private. He's got clients' names. He's got evidence because he's working on his phone, and and maybe and even has my understanding some clients out in Costa Rica or in South America that he deals with quite often, actually fought, the, fights the federal government on behalf of these people and immigration issues. Um, and there's some very sensitive stuff on his phone, including actually apparently he has some of his own private uh, medical records on there about himself. And uh, he, he comes back into the country, and they apparently randomly pull him aside and do a I, – I, I put quotes in the randomly – pull them aside and decide to – now, th- Todd, there is a law that they can look at your cell phone for menial things. Is that correct? Well, there there, there are regulations, especially – got two sets of regulations. One's an FAA uh, – tra- a transportation regulation, rather, um, you know, under the Patriot Act. Anytime somebody gets a – apparently, according to our government – I'm going to get on a soapbox here. According to our government, because you had the audacity to purchase a plane ticket and want to travel somewhere, you have a reduced expectation of privacy as it relates to the Fourth Amendment, which I think is absolutely crazy. Which is crazy. Caesar. Right. That's right. And so – but the, there are regulations there. But this one also had heightened scrutiny from another uh, agency and act, which is the Border Patrol and Customs and Border Patrol, because he was coming from um, Costa Rica. He was coming back into the United States. And so he comes in, he gets selected, randomly selected, I'm using the air quotes, and because of these conditions, and the officer who's selecting him sees his cell phone and says, okay. Open it. Open it. Unlock it. And he says, no, I'm not going to. And, he, and, and the officer is claiming. 
And and there's a difference between um, if you have a touch opener on your phone versus if you have to put in a code. That's true. And that difference we talked about in the past. So go check that out in our past podcast. Some of them are some of them are you know checking your iris, your eye, you know, um, to take a look at facial recognition to open it up. But the officer said, uh, well, we're justified because the Customs Border Patrol code authorizes us to do that. Right. And the guy says, uh, no. No, you don't. And that raises an interesting because question. Because the Fourth Amendment says you don't. That's right. <laughs> you, you, it's like, it's like the, the thing that people need to remember and that the lawyer is correctly arguing here is, look, just because during the regulatory process your agency decided that you should have this authority to be able to look in my phone doesn't mean that it now uh, passes muster under the Constitution, right? And so this is where, again— he is now aggrieved. I could see a case like this going up, and then the issue before an appellate court and ultimately the Supreme Court, if it gets that far, is, is the regulation instituted by this agency in violation of the Fourth Amendment, or are they allowed to do that? And I think that they... I think or that even the, put a different way, is it an unreasonable search and seizure? That, that's right? right. Unreasonable search and seizure, which is mm-hmm. seizure, which is the Fourth Amendment. And essentially, the Fourth Amendment says that you, you, you won't be searched, you won't be detained, unless... There is a warrant issued by a magistrate. But he's got another layer. He's an he attorney. Does. He's an That's attorney. Right. He's, got, he's got two other layers. Yes, he's got attorney-client privilege in there that cannot be touched. And right. oh, oh, great! How would you feel as a client knowing that all your private information, which you know may show you're guilty with the information that he has, that they're going to be able to open it up and go, oh, look, there's the yeah, evidence that guy, we're looking for. And, right. and look, the reason I wanted to start with the Fourth Amendment is I don't want people to think that somebody coming in, oh, well, this is a lawyer issue, and if I'm not a lawyer, then right. I got to go ahead right. and you know right. let him do whatever. No. This is an issue that applies to anybody. And then there's the added layer of protection of attorney-client privilege and information. Another added layer of HIPAA laws. HIPAA laws. And right. whether or not your medical records are um, completely private and cannot be discovered what as well. What if they have reasonable suspicion of a crime? Now, that puts us in a different realm. Okay. Right. So, so the courts have held that the Fourth Amendment generally protects people from unreasonable searches and seizures. However, if that's true, the question is, how does an officer, theoretically, uh, for example, how does an officer have a justification to pull somebody over if they're weaving on the road at two o'clock in the morning, for example. It's because the officer has reasonable suspicion based upon a pattern of behavior or what they are observing that a crime has either occurred, is in the middle of occurring, or is about to occur. Now, if this guy, they had been tracking and he'd been coming back and forth and they had reasonable suspicion that he himself had engaged in a crime, and I'm telling you, the reasonable suspicion had better be far beyond the evidence. It better be far, be, be far beyond the the evidence of simply that he went to Costa Rica and now he's coming back, because that means everybody on that plane they had reasonable search, seasoned, reasonable suspicion to search. But if they knew, if they f- suspected him and they could articulate it, this is what he did. It was a pattern. We know he went here. We went here. These people here. We can search the phone. Then it would probably pass muster, and they'd be able to search him without a warrant but not simply because he was in a line trying to get back into the country and he was randomly selected. The random nature of the selection has nothing to do 
Well, here's the, here's the, I want to back up. Sorry, Danielle, I'm going to get you. But I want you to step back one fact. Did you know that he was also approved for the membership of that's the Global <laughs> Entry Trusted Traveler Program? That's right. Which is hard to get. You know, you got to go through all this scrutiny. I have that. Yeah, you, you have to be. And you have yeah. to be like no no criminal, Clean. no misdemeanors, yeah. no nothing right. on your record. You have to be have you have to be able to be on that um, the pre check. List, mm-hmm. yep. Yes, everything. And so he was part of that. So why would they pull him out? That's yeah. very strange because normally you would not even have to go through customs when you come back. The global entry has you come, be able to go through customs very quickly and expedited in a process. Unless so here's some they questions. They figured he was up to some nefarious activity. If they could articulate it and not just say, well, you know, it's just odd right. that he's coming from it. If they could say, look, we've been investigating this and he has this, that's a different ballgame. But then – but how then, deep can they go into his personal that, stuff? Into his phone, exactly. Because so, they took it from him, and they went into it without his even allowing access. So, so I see two issues here. One, seizing the phone is a Fourth Amendment issue. And see, just merely seizing the phone by itself may or may not be enough to trigger the attorney-client privilege. It's accessing the phone, it's which exactly is something right. different. Now, when they ask him and tell him, enter your code, now that's a Fifth Amendment issue. You're right. asking somebody to make a statement what your password is. You're asking them to do something. And I'm sorry, don't I have the right to remain silent? Yes. Because uh, I am going – and you can't use the fact that I am exercising that right as your probable cause statement when you go before a judge to get a warrant. Right. And if it is an attorney-client issue, mm-hmm. when they go to get the warrant, that's something that this guy is going to have to argue as an attorney, which is there had better be a special master or someone else looking at this that doesn't allow law enforcement just to go fishing around. Right. Well, he sues and he says this. These are some things that they claim, he claims that they, they asked him. They wanted, He said, oh, you're selected for secondary expect, inspection. Not that only they pulled him, then they want to do a secondary inspection. They wanted his parents' name, his personal life, his immigration history. They wanted the representation of certain clients who he represented. They want identity of certain issues about those clients and it's just he just said this is he was shocked it's like yeah. so by the way he has sued them this is a lawsuit that he's brought against uh the uh what is it the uh, against ice ice the federal Customs, government Customs Customs, Border Customs, Patrol. that's right yeah um but uh, anyway that the fact that he had all that stuff this directive says don't forget the directive by ice or the border patrol says electronic devices will be returned and any data collected will be deleted if the government finds no probable cause, well, that's come on. putting that's putting the cart after the horse or whatever. I agree. Because they're saying it, it will be done if we don't find probable right. cause. Closer but they're to searching home, for probable cause. Yeah, you, you, Clo- you, yeah closer you, to home, Todd, Denise, Fred. License plate readers, same same principle. You pull into a Walmart and there's a license plate reader. Read your license plates. Runs a check gives it to the police officer there, and they keep it on file in the police department. But there's no reasonable expectation because that's out in the open. Your phone isn't, and it's got yeah. passwords, and you got private information That's right. In there. That's yeah. the argument. It's, it's, it's a public, it's, it's, public um, the, the idea site. is if the information was procured from a law enforcement officer being in a place that any other citizen of the public could legitimately be. Sure. Standing and looking at your like – if, if I can go outside and look at your license plate number, then an officer can do it. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. So but what so, about running it? So what? I mean, so I mean, what? You well, well, that's where that's where I have an issue. And Me I know too. we're coming up on the break, I but do. the issue yeah. I have is this. 
if you if 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 any law enforcement officer, I, I did a case once where a law enforcement officer ran a person's uh, DMV and criminal history because the person was dating her ex-boyfriend, and she just wanted to find out where the person lived and what was going on. Well, that's a different. Well, story. that person yeah. faced a misdemeanor for running the information without having a legitimate case to run it right. for. And if you're just running stuff based upon a reader, I think there may be liability, but I don't know of any case where that's been reached. I don't know, Mr. Malik. Go after him. I don't like that. I don't like what happened here. So we're going to talk more about uh, FBI lawyer Kevin Kleinsmith when we come back. Some exciting stuff happening on Radio Law Talk. You won't want to miss even a minute of it. And it will continue momentarily right here. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In, ready to grow with you. Concussion Medical Clinic knows active people run the risk of the concussion. Soccer, football, even a simple fall can lead to a brain injury. Concussion Medical Clinic can test you before you start a sports program so they can have a baseline and more quickly diagnose a concussion should one occur. They also offer expert witness services if you're involved in a concussion case, and their specialty is the treatment of concussion. So if you have suffered a concussion and want the best concussion care available, give Concussion Medical Clinic a call. 916-259-4043. 916-259-4043. Concussion Medical Clinic. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance, it's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-670-0940. 800-670-0940. 
800-670-0940. That's 800-670-0940. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic, and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-711-9218. 800-711-9218. That's 800-711-9218. Boys are weird. Oh, come on. This is Radio Law Talk. We love to be non-political here, which we are, where we argue both sides. We love to argue both sides. Uh, and this is uh, not to be political, but it's just a, it's a fact, and we're just going to throw it out. The XB, FBI lawyer Kevin Kleinsmith, uh, who was basically part of the probe, the Russian probe during the uh, uh, Trump administration time, has pled guilty to making false statements um, during the time period when he was apparently part of the the crew trying to find evidence on uh, Donald Trump and so he's take he's got he got 12 months probation and uh, what did, what was his 12 line? months probation 400 to, um, hours of 400 community hours service. community service yeah so there you go there's some facts I don't know go ahead well Tom, you know okay so so this this one gives me heartburn not for any political reason it gives me heartburn for this. Let's go back to the case that we just did, okay, about the guy that you know had his phone seized. Now, if they go and they get a warrant to get his phone, then maybe they've got a justification. But what is the warrant process, okay? We hear a lot about FISA courts being secret. All warrant processes are secret. They don't broadcast the public that an officer is going to go get a warrant. The officer writes up an affidavit, usually reviewed by an attorney. It's submitted to a judge, and the judge reviews it to see if there's probable cause for you to go and seize or arrest, seize items of evidence right. or arrest, um, despite Fourth Amendment protections. The Fourth Amendment says you got to get the warrant. But in that process, because there's no defense attorney there arguing the other side, it is of paramount importance to the entire system so that you can have faith in the integrity of the system that the statements and evidence being presented to the judge are, in fact, true and correct. Now, what Mr. Kleinsmith did is with regard to manipulated some emails if you know the name carter page that was who they were trying to get a warrant against and carter page had always claimed hey you know what i'm an asset for another governmental agency turned out it was the cia and there were emails that confirmed that he was working with another agency and kleinsmith went in and changed the emails and then the copies of those were presented to the judge changed it to say that page was not working with another agency right. so so look regardless you have an attorney that is responsible for presenting false information to the judge and and look that completely undermines the integrity of the warrant process cuz there's nobody there 
to defend that. To, to defend on the other right. side. And to me, when I look at this, 12 months probation and a 400, uh, and 400 hours of community service seems awfully light when the harm committed infringed on other people's Fourth Amendment rights, caused other people to spend a ton of money. You know, look, last year we did go to jail. Maybe yeah, some... last Wait, year we did. It, we didn't did... Carter Page actually plead guilty for um, uh, lying to the FBI as a result? No, of No, that this? was Papadopoulos. Oh, did. okay. But uh, but look, last year we covered the Laughlin case. She spent two months in two months in prison. Her husband's doing five because they greased the skids. And twenty-five. What? How much did they pay? Two hundred fifty thousand. She did two hundred and fifty. Yeah. I think he had to pay five hundred. But but the, this was the fine for fine and the punishment for them, for what? They greased the skids so their kids could get into USC. Right. Right. Uh, you know, I look at the harm here about what this guy did and the impact that it had on other people's lives and and the integrity of the system i can't uh, the big thing to me is the integrity of the system and you know look 12 months probation and 400 hours of community service seems awfully light and does not act as a sufficient deterrent to keep other people from doing it i don't understand what his motivation was that's the uh, weird and the further thing. legal action that the carter page investigation led to the the, the his motivation was exactly what happened impeachment politics. impeachment I mean that that's this was part of the impeachment process, and that's why this to me was a stunningly. Mm-hmm. I mean it was. I mean this was part of all of this, you know this this tornado of well you know unlook and then there's Carter Page and look oh, and then there's this guy oh and then that guy. Well the well, key let's is keep going, you know. the key is and I agree with Cal on that, but 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 the, I I I jump on the side of Todd is the integrity whether it's it, it did or didn't. Here's a lawyer. An FBI right. lawyer that is manipulating emails. Right. That, that, that's the biggest that issue. That is what's right. wrong. Major and issue. I just I see no reason for it. The, the, that's the part. It, it that's doesn't. Why you... I mean, like even you always look at motive when you're looking at criminal actions. And I just, for me, I mean, he's I ruining know. his career. Well, I think that's he why you have to look career. at political he's, as he motive. He lacks integrity. Yeah. Well, I, so I look. I, I look at. I look was. at it this way, and and it's not. Anytime you have a younger attorney, I mean, he wasn't a lead, but anytime you have a younger attorney that's part of an overall investigation, I don't care if it's a younger attorney part of an investigation team that's prosecuting a murder on the local level, or if it's something bigger like this, there is this desire to produce effective results for the outcome, regardless of what it is. I'm not even looking at political motivations. I'm just saying that people lower in the chain want to impress people higher in the chain, and if you can get the results that everybody wants to get, then you think kudos for me. And some people, I hate to say it, but just lack the wisdom to know that, hey, if you do that, not only do is your is your, you know, time in the sun short lived, but people can find it out. And you're going to completely and you're torpedo gonna harm it. people, yeah. and you're going to harm people. Yeah. And it's not just people. This guy or gal, it's five, you know, tiers down that you're going to harm, and that's what happened. So that's why we brought it. We don't want to get in the politics of this thing, but it is interesting that they're now finding, you know, like you said, uh, and Denise, uh, there's there's people all over the place that are getting in trouble at this. Both both sides, and both people that are the prosecution also. They're 
trying to prosecute this yeah. Russian probe thing. But, you know, anyway, we're, we're going to move on from that and talk about very, very important stuff. And I, I actually kind of want to wait to talk about this. I wish we could just stall for a minute because I don't want to talk about this till hour three. Well, but let's, let's just sure. – just one more thing about the Fourth Amendment because sure. a lot of people – and I have a lot of clients ask me, hey, yeah, they didn't read me my rights. Or they violated my rights when they did this. What can I sue the cop? What can I do? Right. And for the most part, and this is something that I see as kind of problematic, uh, if the officers violate your constitutional rights and they are able to secure evidence against you as a result of that, a statement that you made after they you invoked your right to remain silent, I have an attorney, uh, they searched you without a warrant, the remedy is usually limited to, all right, the prosecution can't use that evidence in their prosecution. So the evidence gets suppressed. But personal liability on the part of the law enforcement officer that actually violated your rights, there, there's no personal violation. If I, When I was prosecutor, I had a couple of cases where the court said, yeah, you didn't have reasonable suspicion to pull that guy over. And so we're going to toss the evidence of the drunk driving. What if they lie in court? Okay. Well, that's different. That's, that's perjury. perjury. That's perjury, but and I mean, they can but do I that. Mean, so a police so, officer or someone could misrepresent facts in court and be do so with liability? Well, that goes to not a Fourth Amendment issue. That goes to the fact that they said something false while under oath. They committed a crime. There you go. And so you have that. But for the most part, the cop pulls you over. They don't have reasonable suspicion. The net result is the evidence gets tossed, but the cop doesn't suffer any personal liability. Usually doesn't get dinged anything at his job. It's just, okay, we don't get to use that one, move on to the next thing. And that may be part of the problem. There's no disincentive other than the loss of the evidence to any law enforcement officer that would violate the Constitution to procure evidence. You change that to where, look, you, you know, you, you do this, you get demerits on your record, you might get tossed. Then then if, a, if an officer is going to suffer individually, then that can be a problem. This guy, the, the lawyer here, the lawyer essentially suborned perjury before a, a judicial official presented a document that he knew was false. And so it's not the infringement on Carter Page that got him in trouble. It's the fact that he lied to a court. And so if you really want to keep cops from doing that, there needs to be more bite um, for just a pure violation of or a blatant violation of the Fourth Amendment. So. Yeah, we're going to go ahead, Denise. You had something you were going to say. No, no, no. I, that's, I, I totally agree with you. I just, for me, I couldn't get my head around why, why would you knowingly alter an email and then use it to try to obtain a And warrant? I don't think he got any, and not only that, did he it, get paid for it? Did he make, was there a big business, this, no, yeah. right? But maybe Todd's payoff. right. What was in it for him? But maybe, Great question. Maybe Todd's right is moving up in life, moving on up in life, and that's what you got to do to move and up And he's going to lose his ticket to practice now. And, and yeah. at the time, he may have thought, look, anybody that will claim that I didn't, that this email said something else. It's my word against them, and right now people aren't going to believe Paige or anybody else. And because that, I'm an FBI lawyer, so and, of course you're going to believe and, me. And right? he and he gambled. <laughs> yeah, his yeah. gamble did not pay off. Yeah. If that's yeah. what he was looking at. When we come back uh, next hour, Subway tuna and Dove real mix berry chocolate. That is important stuff to talk about. And Dead Man's Curve. Uh, we can talk about yeah, that. Dead that's Man's that's curve, that's, yeah. that's the that's the third hour. Case or no case. We'll be back. Stay tuned. There's one more hour. Radio Law Talk coming up, and you won't want to miss it. Don't go away.
You have been listening to Radiolawtalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. is amazing. It's full of what's called negative rights, designed to protect us from the corrupt powers of a dictatorship. Like our right to worship our own God, not some official state religion. Our right to prevent the government from seizing our property without paying fair market value for it. Or our right to be tried by a jury of our peers, people like us, not by some star tribunal. And that's why America has become the richest, most just society in the world. Other countries force so-called positive rights onto their citizens. These enable one group to take from another group, their free speech, money, and choice by using government force. Socialists love wielding this power over people. Sometimes we take our freedoms for granted, but we can lose our Bill of Rights and our Constitution and become like Venezuela or North Korea, failed, brutal socialist regimes. We need your help to spread the good news about our amazing U.S. Constitution. Help us take back America. Go to OurAmericanRights.com. Brought to you by the American Media Council.